this mace, you know what I'm saying? You got niggas that don't like me for whatever reason. You got niggas that don't wanna see me rich. You got niggas that's mad, cause I'm always with they bitch. Then you got niggas that just don't like me. You know, the, those PhD niggas. But you know, I pop a lot of shit, but I back it up though. See, there's a difference. A lot of niggas pop shit, and a lot of niggas don't make hits. But it's like this old bad boy shit, we come to bring it to y'all niggas. Me, B.I., Puff, Locks, whoever, Black Rob. If you wanna dance, we dance. Here we go, Erase the Chalk, episode 15, I'm Dan, and I'm Charles. We got a good one. We, got a, we, got a, we definitely have a good episode this, this, this week. We got a very special guest, which was brought to our attention by uh, both of our wives. Uh, yeah. Very personal friend of theirs, and soon to be personal friend of ours. So let's just uh, let's get into it. We got Michael Connor Morgan here. What's going on, Mike? What's going on? Hi guys, thanks for having me. How you doing? Me. Appreciate oh, it. Hey, no problem. Yeah, no problem, bro. How's everything going? You know, slow motion. It's the it's the new the new the new normal. But yeah, but you know, it's uh, I'm I'm waiting. I'm I'm really hoping to get back overseas into China again. Definitely. And uh, you know, get back to the grind. It's been a year and three months at this point. So it's gone by so quick. It has. It's like so crazy. Yeah, it's like you, you kind of forget, but yeah, you get you get used to it, you know. You get used to being home or whatever you whatever you're doing, whatever your you know in between stages. That's how I feel. I'm like in between, but Definitely. yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Let's uh, let's jump right into it, man. Um, you know, let's uh let's start from the beginning, right? Let's uh let's uh, talk about your upbringing, bro. Like, uh, you know, were there any challenges or were there, you know, any obstacles you had to to go through? um during your upbringing as a child um i mean i'm blessed i feel you know just i mean the more that i think i learn about life the more that i realize that i'm blessed with you know just having a great family and having having great parents um things like that great brother and sister um as much as they might get on your nerves in the in the beginning you know what <laughs> I mean? it's, it's, yeah. uh, as you as you get older it really tends to like show itself. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I grew up, I mean, there's, there's always been challenges. There will always be challenges, but, um, I feel like my challenge, you know, probably athletically and, and, and just in general was the fact that I was a little bit further away from everything. Uh, I grew up in a little bit more suburban rural area. So, for me to try to kind of branch into doing what I wanted to do, which was always basketball. I always loved basketball. Um, did obviously played a lot of sports growing up, but basketball stuck with that. And um, because I stuck with that, I wanted to always like, you know, get runs in or, or, you know, find a way to get to uh, pick up, which is tough, as you know, unless you're in the city where you can just, you know, go to the local park or something. So um, I think, you know, that's, that's one thing, but then again, you know, there are other positives to it as well. Having a, having a hoop outside obviously is, is one of those positives. You know, you have a, a big enough driveway to, to shoot around whenever you want. I guess I really shouldn't be complaining about the struggle. <laughs> right. Right. And, uh, and that's not a, that's, you know, that's interesting you say, because, you know, people, people have different stories as, as growing up. And uh, a lot of, a, a lot of people don't, 
talk about, you know, it's okay. I didn't struggle. I didn't struggle as much, but I, but I, but I'm blessed that I had the, the opportunity to to thrive, you know, as a kid. Yeah. And you know, and it's not a bad thing if you're if you're 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 blessed more than others, which is, you know, it's still it's like you said, you still have certain challenges as a growing up. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just, you know, there's nothing wrong with you know it being like that sometimes, and that's I respect that honestly from what you're saying because you know it's not like you're saying I'm better than this person or that. It's just you know it's your personal uh, journey um, as yeah. a, as a child, you know, and I and I really respect that, bro. Honestly, yeah, it's I mean, I came from a uh, like my 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 father was in the military, so he was you know my parents were strict. Um, so I came from like a, a very, like a household with values, you know? And, and mm-hmm. so just being, just being away from everything and having a, a, a strong family values that obviously comes with its own, you know, set of, I wouldn't say struggle, but it's its own, you know, set of challenges. Yeah. Um, but you know, like the fact that I had role models, you know, every single day, and I was taught the right things and, you know, still I'm being taught the right things by them is like, you know, for 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 others, which I understand, you know, not everyone has that. Or I just feel like the more I learn about it, you know, the more the more the more I learn about life, like, I, you know, I go to different countries and see just, you know, the, the, the things we have that we don't even realize that we have, you know, and mm-hmm. and in so many different ways. And, you know, it could be many, many different aspects. It's like, you know. I mean, the way that I had it and the way that the way that we still have it, you know, in the country we live in is just, man, like, you know, growing up the way I did, I really I really feel blessed to, you know, have that um, have those blessings like, you know, with the family and, and, you know, learning the right things and being forced to to, you know, practice the right things and and, you know, have integrity and all that stuff like that is something that really kind of is is more clear than the, the older i get you know what i mean yeah now exactly. now growing up did you did you strictly just play basketball did you play any other sports uh i mean when i was little i played you know basketball soccer. soccer yeah basketball soccer baseball but that was probably i probably just stuck with basketball and soccer and then played played basketball after that then like probably since i was in maybe fifth grade i was doing three teams so it was, you know, basketball took over every season, if that makes yeah. sense. Which I, mean, I swear it does make sense to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know. Yeah. Was there, a, you know, at what age uh, or was there a moment um, as a kid did you tell yourself, like, man, you know, when it comes to basketball, man, I can I can really compete with uh, kids my age and I'm really good at this, this basketball stuff? Uh, yes and no. It's kind of funny because – so my story is a little different. I was like in the beginning stages better than everyone. So I, so, you know, me and a couple of my, of the kids in my class that we were just better, like we would play up maybe two, three grades. So when we were mm-hmm. in fifth grade, we were playing against, you know, eighth graders, for example. Um, that was, that was the beginning. But then as I got into you know, like grew into myself and, and got into high school, I feel like I then kind of slowed up and was more of a late bloomer. So I ended up doing a, a year of prep school after high school um, for, you know, many other things, basketball included, because like I wasn't a college player. Like I wasn't a, 
I wasn't a division three, division two, II, division one. Like I just wasn't ready. And even in college, like I felt like when I was, you know, a freshman and a sophomore, I could play. I was on the team for a reason, but like I really feel like I became myself even like after college. Like I was like I really kind of well, turned into the game, like the game really came to me. So I feel like I was a late bloomer at that, but like early bloomer in the beginning and then slowed down to become a late bloomer. So uh, I would say it's probably a little bit of both. Um, I would say, I don't know if there's one moment. Um, I remember playing, uh, man, I was playing up when I was in like fifth grade and I would, we would, we would travel to uh, West Warwick and play in this league where we were playing like against I mean, the way I remember it, they were like grown men, but they were probably like, <laughs> they were probably like early high school kids or something like that. And you know, I was just this—I was probably you know five foot or something like that. I didn't hit my growth spurt till like freshman year. I was five three, and as a freshman in high school, and then you know the knee pain started. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that and that's I, I you know piggybacking off of what you said uh, a minute ago about you playing up. Let me ask you a question. Is part of it because you wanted that challenge? You wanted that, you know, you know, it could have been more of like, yeah, you know, you were better than most of the kids in your grade, but like a part of you was really ready for, you know, going at it against older kids because I, the reason why I ask is because this generation with uh basketball uh players, certain certain kids want it, but like the majority of these kids nowadays cuz I coach ball and I understand it and I see it and some of these kids, man, they don't want it as much. They don't want that challenge. You know, it could be the small things like, you know, bef before uh, tip off, we're in layup lines. They're looking at the opposite end of the court of bigger guys or, or you know, more skilled uh, uh, guys dunking the ball or, you know, cheering each other on before the game. And they some certain kids get very, like, hesitant and nervous about yeah. that, that moment. It's like, did you, did you really want that, that challenge as well? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think when you're, you know, you're playing and because obviously everybody starts at like a, a basic level. So it's like, right. you know, you play, you play rec league, you play church league or whatever you do, you play in your rec league. And then from there, somebody in the rec league is like, oh, you could probably play on the travel <laughs> team. And yeah. then, you know, somebody else is saying, like, let's get you in a, a summer league or let's get you in AAU at some point. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah I think like when I was in playing, in, you know, in the in the rec league, it was like, you know, you're we were playing up in the rec league and they were kept kept kind of bumping us up. You know, me and probably like three or four of us that ended up all playing on the on our high school team together. But in the beginning, you know, it was like. I, I'm not really, it's not really interesting, you know, when you're young, cause you're, you're always trying to like prove yourself. And like, especially if you have like an older brother or, or like somebody who's in your friend group, who's better or even stronger or more developed or whatever, you're going to try to go at them yeah. on the court. Cause it's, you know, kind of the one thing you can do. You want to fight them. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, that, 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 that competition is definitely, I agree with you. I think everybody kind of like looks at Steph, like for us, it was AI, you know, we were looking yeah. at AI and, and looking mm -hmm. like, but like, those slip -ons. 
Yeah, but but we would, you know, that was it was kind of like AI was different because he had to go amongst the trees. Steph's just shooting, you know what I mean, for the most part. But the I think a lot of kids are just like I just want to, I just want to look like that. Yeah, and so they're just like kind of they're not really interested in the whole full scope of the competition. It's more like how can I how can I just kind of cheat my way to be that? And they don't necessarily dig in where they need to, or like, you know, appreciate the fact that those dudes over there look like, you know, they can, they can really play or they're, 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 you know, bigger and and better than me or something like that. So like the toon squad versus the monsters. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But that's like, but that's like, that's like a beautiful thing though. Like the fact that if you, if you're like that one guy on the other team, that you know like like really wants to show out and play against somebody else who not not somebody else but like you know a team that that has you know better gifts athletically or whatever it is and you want to like defend and you want to like move the ball and and make the right plays and and score and all that stuff I feel like that's that is kind of lost you you need that especially if you want to get to the next level you need to be able to like put your head down and 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 make you know, make plays because, because, you know, why, why, why wouldn't you try to make plays? And yeah, I can see how, you know, maybe it's a societal thing, but it is, it is few more few and far between maybe the kids with that, with the athleticism, like you see kids on the West coast, like, you know, uh, Josh and uh, Mikey Williams and yeah. all these mm-hmm. kids, like you know, they got the athleticism, so they're not afraid. But if right. they have the athleticism, you know, yep, exactly, exactly. Yep. You know, I I really don't have any say when it comes to this. I think I say this almost every time we talk to a <laughs> basketball player. Uh, I have my seventh and eighth grade basketball team skills, and you know, <laughs> I see it. I see it in the game today. You know, nobody's chasing rebounds. And it, it just annoys the crap out of me. My eighth grade, my seventh and eighth grade basketball coach, if you shoot it, you're charging the hoop. You're, you're going for the rebound. Why Why are they just chucking up these threes? You know, I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out there. Marcus Smart, okay? Marcus Smart. Why are you <laughs> chucking up threes? <laughs> okay? <laughs> Knowing damn well you're going to Hey, miss. he got the game winner with it for us yesterday, man. Okay, you want to run it back to when they were playing Philadelphia? <laughs> Joel and B is Joel and B. My man, my man Peyton Pritchard was wide open right next to him, and he decided to go ahead and toss it up into a defense. Anyways, that's a different story. We'll get to yeah, that yeah. later. That, that's funny though, because like, because you are bringing up like a guy that actually plays D and rebounds that does want to chuck shots, which is funny because when you when you watch, it's like it's like Marcus know what you you know know what know you're your role. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> But he's he's gotten better, and so now he's kind of like he's allowed that, and he's yeah. obviously not getting traded right now. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like I feel like that type of player. I mean, it's good for them to be well rounded and and expand on their skill set, but it probably shouldn't be. The, the 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 leeway is probably too much in that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I agree with you. I like it's just like, hey, listen, you know, do what you do best and find somebody that does that because you can. It's not like you're not on the floor with three other guys that do it. 
you can you can find that and now end of a shot clock please right. you know if you get your shots up please shoot like, <laughs> exactly. don't, be, don't be don't be sidestepping because he does <laughs> yeah a lot yeah, he does that yeah it's like <laughs> oh like you just you just sidestepping and like this isn't this isn't that's not him that's not yeah, him. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. but then it's the coach but that, again let's not let's not get dan fired up about brad stevens we won't do that we'll we we talk won't. about that on the other side right? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 my blood is boiling with this team i, I they weren't gonna win over the weekend and of course they they shut me and up yeah, they, they, they they didn't make any moves to win i've been saying this for the last two weeks or whatever it's been i'm like bro they just don't want to win exactly they didn't make a move yeah yeah but i guess we're not talking about that so <laughs> no it's, yeah it, I, we get it though we get it yeah we get it i mean uh, we'll, we can, we can just run with it let's just run with it okay let's run with it <laughs> fire Listen, brad uh, get rid of danny <laughs> quick prospect sell the team all right i don't sell the I, team I do not, yes sell the team get lebron over here he'll buy the team LeBron, LeBron, run it right. Yeah, he got the Red Sox, so why not get the Celtics? I know, maybe he's coming to Boston and moving here. Oh, that would would be. He is a free agent after the summer, I believe. I know. I was thinking about that. That would be a very smart idea. I mean, he bought the Red Sox, so what are we? I mean, we're not like it's not like that far away of (laughs) a dream. It's not really a dream. It might happen. It might happen. Boston's not a destination, though. Yeah, we couldn't even get Kevin Love. I know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's like it's it's like interesting you say that because like they really needed him. Like this year, like they needed to make a move for him, and I feel like Jeremy Grant or 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 Andre Drummond, obviously. But listen, I would have traded Jalen Brown for Harden. I was really ready for that that move when they were talking. Jalen Brown is. I would trade Jason Tatum before I traded Jalen Brown. That's just me. Oh, I would trade. I I hear that a lot. Now, he's in the package, though. He's in the package. Yeah, exactly. He's in the package, right? Marcus <laughs> is in that package. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, he's definitely in that package. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, for our followers, man, we we just are very frustrated with the Celtics this season. And again, I, I heard something interesting. Uh, I think it was probably Marcus Smart or some some player. I think. We're relying on their success the past few years of making it to the Eastern Conference Finals and, you know, really developing. And this is honestly their first time facing adversity as, with that core, with that group. I mean, Kyrie Irving and that crew, they should have won a championship that year. But I don't put it too much on Kyrie because Kyrie, to me, he's made sense to me over the past year or two. He, he's just a human being. He goes through a lot of stuff. Should he had handled it better in the locker room with the Celtics? Of course. But we all make mistakes. But I just feel like this is the first time with this group here. They're just facing some type of adversity. And, and again, it's frustrating. They shouldn't be losing to, to teams um, that they shouldn't be that they should be beating. But at the same time, let's let's really probably just this is going to be a wash year. We understand that. But yeah. if they don't make a move next year, uh, I, I mean, know. you got you got too ma- you got too much you got too many dominant forces. Like yeah. this is the best. This is probably the best the league has ever been. Like yeah. when it comes to like, I mean, so you got a guy who literally gets to the finals every year because he's the greatest <laughs> of all time. You know, if not if not if he's not the greatest of all time, he's top two or three. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. there's that. So you you almost can't bet against him. And then there's like look at Denver and what they did. Look at look at 
you know, the, the Jazz and look at the Suns, who Suns. One, one of which are probably going to underachieve. But like, you, look at the Nets. Not everybody can, <laughs> yeah. you know, make it to the. But it's just crazy because like, and then you look at the East and it's like you've got three teams that really should be competing in the East. It's like you can't afford to just get Evan Fournier, who I love. Like, and and actually I've met him. Great guy. Seems like he a really hard worker is about the team. Like, that's great. But you can't just get somebody like that and be like, oh, yeah, we're championship bound now. Like, Hey, don't, don't forget like, about Luke Hornet. <laughs> well, Luke Hornet. Yeah. No, Lorne, Luke well, Hornet. Oh, Cornet, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like but like in my opinion, like, okay, I know we're not really trying to talk about this, but like you know, that's cool. Don't worry if about you, it. If you you gotta like basically there's 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 probably like three guys that you shouldn't trade on that team. And you should blow the rest of it up to get like you know, three legit guys that you know could work together, like including like one of the two stars. Cause I feel like based on, I mean, I think Daniel, you were saying this, like you can't have a team underachieve with no real leader. Cause like, is Jason the leader or is Jalen the leader? Is Kemba the leader? You know, like I would never trade away Robin, Robert Williams because mm. that is exactly what Dan was saying. Like that dude is a rebounder. He's a he's mm-hmm. a defender, and, and he's, he's learning. He's learning he, the game, he's young, and he's and he's young, and he's stupid athletic. So it's like you should never get it, get rid of him. He's supposed to get crapped on by Joel Embiid. It's a learning curve for him. You know what yeah, I mean? Joel Embiid's supposed to dominate him, but he'll know? get he'll he'll take advantage a couple of times, and that's like really good to see. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, I mean, you should have, I mean, should have, could have, would have at this point, but like. You know, you can't afford to, like, look at you're going against Joel Embiid. Who's stopping Joel Embiid <laughs> and Ben Simmons on the Celtics? Oh you can only gosh. choose one. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's very true. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they turn around, man. I'm, you know, I'm, like, already off the train. But, like, if they make a five-game winning streak, I'm like, all right, where's my ticket to buy the <laughs> the Celtic and train back? Because, you know. Jump from eight to seven. So, I mean, at least right now, if the playoffs start, we're not playing the Nets. Yeah, but we're playing like the Bucks or Philly. I didn't even think about the Nets. Now we got to think about the Nets. <laughs> hey, they, now that's the what, what's the uh, in Space Jam? That's the Monstars right there. Right, the Monstars. <laughs> right, and I mean, I don't necessarily believe in them, but they, they're going to beat the Celtics. That's for sure. Of they, course, they're going to sweep them. <laughs> right. I mean, that, yeah, that's the that's crazy. I mean, and they know they they've made some moves, so like it's not impossible yeah. to make moves. <laughs> exactly. As long exactly. as Kevin Durant stays off of uh, Twitter with uh, Michael Rapport. <laughs> that was the most unprofessional thing I've ever seen. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm 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 no one to talk. I'm not in the league. I'm not a, a you know reigning MVP or anything like. But like, dude, I mean, that's one thing that I know I could handle if I'm if I if I was yeah. in that position. That's just you just can't be like what. You know, you just can't like do that. It just but doesn't. It's the problem with this generation right now is like it's going on the topic like we were talking about. Guys, I mean, kids that look up to KD want to be KD. Now, in their minds, they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is this is kind of cool to you can act like this when you get to the league." Or even now, AAU is a different scene now. Like yeah. kids, the kids are walking off um, mid game and going home because their coach told them to sub. It's it's just they're talking back. It's like it's a whole different ball game when we when we were playing, you know. So 
you know, KD got to be better than that. Michael Rappaport should never posted it. You know, they should. I don't have. I really don't have a problem with that. Like, I feel like it's. I mean, look. I mean, nobody has ever seen. I, I just take LeBron. Like, what has LeBron done? Like, <laughs> no, nothing. He, he's never done. <laughs> Taco he's never, Tuesday. He's never done, he's never done anything. Yeah, Taco Tuesday. Is, I mean, it's like he's. I mean, I think he's getting paid off of that now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think so. Then they made like a T-shirt or something like that. Yeah, right. Like I mean, this dude is like genius. Never like I mean, like they say he's cheated on his wife. Doesn't that? No one has any proof of anything. There's oh, come nothing, on. There's nothing out there like that can that can like, you know, make make him a, a villain in any way. And and you got you know, I mean, KD doing that is just Over the wildly top. unprofessional. But yeah. but yeah, I agree with you. Um, the the kids, something that bothers me, and I don't know if it bothers you guys, but I'm, I'm guessing it might, is when, you know, these these kids, they they okay, they make a good play, a strong play, or something like that, and off off, you know, six three one sixty five pounds of them goes like this after, <laughs> yeah. they, after they make this play. And they, and they and they like you know do the do the yeah thing. yeah it's like, you know like when you like you know you get to the bucket or you dunk on somebody or something like that and instead of like we used to we used to you know do something okay but like we'll get back on defense every, every <laughs> single play every single play you're like you 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 lay it up and you're just like, like it's like, dude, you, you know, like, okay. I understand if you dunk on somebody and then, you know, that's a whole nother ball game. But, like, you know, a layup or a kid barely touching you, you're yelling every M1 time. and you're flexing, it's like. Every time, every time, uh, it's just like, guys, you know, it's just, it's just, <laughs> this, this, you're not even running back on defense either. Exactly. Exactly. Now, do you see any of that when you're playing? Not really. I mean. Here or he, where are we talking about? In China? In China? No, no, no. no they don't. They don't. They don't really. I mean, they'll 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 yell if they you know if they get someone gets dunked on or something like that. Yeah, they'll they they'll show emotion then. Um. They they don't really. They love to they love to win against against Americans though. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. I feel this. like I feel like that's all overseas. They love. They love. It is. It, it, it's, yeah. it's funny though, because in China, it's like it's like it's a really different and interesting balance of like they really want to beat you, but they also look up to you because you're, mm. you know, like an American player. So like mm. you're from America, you're from the United States, and you're a basketball player, and you're good. So they like, they like love their country. Obviously, every country, you know what I mean. You love your country, and you you know want to beat the next country or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's different with us. It's kind of like, I mean, I was okay. I'm gonna tell you a story. So I was in a NBL tournament, mm-hmm. and playing regular. I don't play dirty. I'm not a dirty player at all. Like, I'm a shooter. I am not. I'm, I don't do that silly stuff, you know, grabbing people's shorts or any, any of that. None of that. So I was like, I think there was an out of bounds play and I was kind of on the block. I don't even remember if it was offense or defense. The guy I was playing 
was playing dirty like the whole tournament. Everybody knew it. He was playing me in front of the ref, who was Chinese, of course. In front of the ref, he he elbows me in the neck, like like on purpose. Like the 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 ref is looking directly at us. Elbows me in the neck, and I'm just like, like. Did you not I, see that? Came out of nowhere, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm also just like, oh, really? So we're just like out here fighting. This is this is normal. <laughs> I don't react because that's also not what I, I don't really do. That I don't really like let somebody else take me off of my emotions. Right. Does it again? Elbows me in the face, right in front of the ref. The ref saw the first one, right? But he saw the second one, and he blew the whistle. And he was just like, so he must have been on on offense. He just put me on the line and gave me two shots. <laughs> but it was just like, it was like, and then so so anyway, the point is, is that you know it's like a camaraderie thing. They're both Chinese. He, they the, oh, ref, yeah. the ref definitely didn't want to see the the, the American team win the tournament, right? <laughs> Which we you know smacked everybody, but like <laughs> but like you know it's interesting because. The, the ref didn't want to call that. And then at the end of the game, that dude, that the dude who was, you know, trying to go out there and hurt people, you know, coming up like, oh, you know, hey, really good game, good game, good game. Like, you know, like, okay, who are you now? You know what I mean? What's, what's it? It was, something else happened. I don't know if you remember, but <laughs> – you know what I mean? I would, so I would have just dropped my arms and been like, look at the ref. Who paying you? Who paying you? <laughs> yeah, but we all we, – we knew it wasn't – you. we yeah. knew it was trying to pay them. <laughs> so it's just funny. Like it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting dynamic um, how, they, how they are. Uh, really competitive, you know. Um, but, you know, at the end it's like – they 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 do because of course you know like i mean we have the best basketball like the nba is the pinnacle it can't doesn't it just won't ever get better than that you know what i mean so it's a it's interesting very interesting you know i find it interesting talking to some of the players that that we've talked to that that play overseas Mm -hmm. uh the the different types uh i know lamont you know brought up he played against luca you know, and he played against him when he was young and it's just a different mindset. They're playing a different game and, and, you know, they're, they're actually like playing it with their minds. They're not, you know, they, they see the play happening before it actually happens. Right. So do you, do you see that when you're playing? Have you, have you been, have you like been able to read in, kind of play off of your mind instead of just watching you know their body or or watching their feet you know which way they're about to move yeah i think it's um i think it's like instead of um like you're playing with your mind but you're 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 kind of just on autopilot in a way like i feel that when i am sharp and i'm playing you know just you're just kind of doing stuff and then you realize you did it, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so like, yeah, the, the, the more you're engaged, the, the more you kind of find your spots and the more you kind of, it kind of slows down for you a little bit and you feel like, you know, the defense 
was good, on the outside looking in. It was like, wow, that was good defense, but he wasn't, you know, he he wasn't here. He was here. So mm. because he was here, like that's that's a that's a whole different. Like I don't, I'm not feeling it. You know what I mean? Right. And I think the the games like in in Europe, like Lamont can speak to that. Just they play a a, a whole, totally different game, like the way we see the NBA or the way we see AAU for that matter with Charles, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're looking at one-on-one games a lot. You're looking at, you know, everybody clear out or like, let's get this screen so that he can go one-on-one and, you know, have a mismatch or something. But in, 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 you know, in Europe, you got to have a number of passes and you got to have, mm-hmm. you know, th- this, this screen is being set here. It's like in China, it's kind of like the, the spacing is a lot, easier in that in a in a regard so like you just you you got the size the size and the strength of the guys is is they're 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 huge they're really strong you know they're they're a lot bigger a lot stronger but they're not as quick so you're going to get moments in time to kind of like show the fact that you can you know take a side step or a step back and you're going to have your space to, to, you know, maneuver. Hmm. Um, but then again, like, I feel that the difference between probably China and Europe is, is huge in the fact that they don't like China doesn't necessarily work on the basics or the fundamentals like Europe does. I feel like Europe, you know, you look at Luca, like Luca can probably shoot everything with his left hand and everything with his right hand and be consistent you know, in everything that he does and thinks the game and all this stuff, right? I mean, Luke is an anomaly because he's probably a top five player already. He's 20. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, but in China, I, f- I think they want to have their own version, just like they want to have their own version of everything else, like which they do. I mean, they, they their country has literally their own version of social media, of Uber, mm-hmm. of you know, of, of every of every single thing you can imagine, which honestly in China is like probably better than what we have in different ways. But when it comes to basketball, they also want to develop their kids their way because it's the Chinese way. And mm-hmm. they're going to look to, you know, like American coaches to do different things. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, what the, what the, what the Chinese way is. And so mm-hmm. they're probably not, or they're definitely not focused on the on the fundamentals the way that that Europeans do. So you're not getting the the breakdown of the details the way that you would if you went to Europe and you you know grew up in Europe you would probably know things that Americans don't know because you know we're maybe like more of a smoother athletic more athletic you know player and Europe is like more choppy and like you look at Goran Dragic but he's just like super efficient. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that. And, I, you know, Europe, I mean, Europe is different. They're probably overly fundamental versus China is like kind of the opposite. And so there are definitely ways to to find your spots when you're playing against, you know, guys who it's it's more of like a, a, a very like a tunnel vision type of, of way that they play. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of want to take it back a little bit, man. Uh, You know, let's 
talk about your college career. Uh, you know, playing at Emmanuel College. Um, believe D three, correct? D three school. Right. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, there's two parts to that. Um, you know, we had Lamont on a few episodes ago, and uh, the topic was about you know playing at a Division three school. Uh, for some weird reason, there's a lot of negative talk about players going D three. Uh, explain a little bit, um, you know, about your your time at Emmanuel uh, playing ball there, and you know, talk a little bit about you know the, the competition level in the uh, when it comes to playing in D three because I do know uh, D three is 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 tough as nails. So, you know, explain a little bit about you know, your 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 time at Emmanuel. Yeah, um, it's. D3 is, some would say, it's more difficult in a way because you're not you're not as structured and you're not, like, expected to necessarily do everything that D1 players are expected to do. So, you know, if you're in a D1 program, you have a schedule that's basically a basketball schedule, and then you have, depending on the school, you have your classes and you have your tutors for your classes, which are all free and given to you, right? But in, you know, at Emmanuel or which Emmanuel is a great school, as you both know, um, you have a great curriculum, great teachers, great professors, and you also want to be successful on the court. So, you know, you're doing all of the things that a D1 program would do if you want to be successful and you don't want to slack off and, you know, miss lifts or miss, you know, 5 a.m. or, you know, whatever you're not doing, miss the, miss the suicides or miss the preseason, which you probably can't do it and, and then make the team. But you're doing all that stuff because it's required of you, right? But you also, you know, you don't have a tutor for every class. You don't have a tutor for one class unless you find someone, you know, who wants to, who you want to study with or whoever. you gotta you got to go through the curriculum – on your own and you know be a great student because you can't post bad grades and play so you have to you know have success in the classroom which everybody should want to have success anyway but you know you have you have to balance both of those things and if you want to be a success at anything you have to put 110 into both you can't mm -hmm. just you can't just you know Either you like some people just want to be a student and you know you want to have the college experience and fine that's cool like I mean I didn't have the the beauty of you know maybe traveling to another country for a semester and and, and learning abroad or anything like that mm -hmm. because I was an athlete and I just I wanted to be an athlete so um, you know there's there's that sacrifice piece to it you know you're not going on spring break you're you're you're, you know, having open runs, you're playing, you're, you're trying to get ready for the next season. Mm. Um, or you, you know, have a, a tournament or, you know, you're like, you don't have Christmas vacation, you have, you know, a week and a half, and then you're, you're back in practice for your next game, which is the beginning of January, you know? So that's a, that's a, a balance that people, you know, have to commit to in order to be a good, college athlete whereas like in a division one program you're you're that's what you sign up for like you kind of i mean of course there are exceptions to the rule but for the most part the athletics takes the precedent mm. um 
the the difference in the style um i would just say it's a lot more guard based in in a d3 uh in a d3 game you, of course you have like probably you know a seven foot guy on every team or you have like you know a, a couple of, of big men six ten six six eight six seven so you're you're gonna go up against some size but you're only gonna see size like you know pro size pro level size in like you know a, a three four and a five you'll see maybe like six five six six you know till you might have a couple of seven footers in the in the league um mm-hmm. versus you know you're going again if you're in a d1 program you're looking at you know maybe one or two you know six ten guys every game at, you know in and like you know as we could see now you got now you're looking at guards who are six nine mm-hmm. six eight so you know you don't see too much of that you see a lot of really good guards you see a lot of really good five ten you know five nine players five ten players really athletic really fast fast paced um and that's you know i mean you look at lamont lamont was you know the leading scorer in mm-hmm. division three which is unbelievable mm-hmm. and he's you know he's for a for a, a one two combo guard you know he's undersized you know when it comes to like if you look at the the pro level you know right. but like but that is also you know that's his that's his niche that's where he you know, found success. So yeah, the division three level is, you know, it's, it's always competitive. Um, and you're going to see a, just a difference. And I, I would, you know, when I got better, um, probably my junior and, and my senior year, bef- those summers before uh, I went into those years, uh, I would go and play with the D one guys and, um, at Harvard or at uh, Northeastern, which is, you know, right next door. Right there, yep. um, so we'd go and play, pick up with those guys. And there would be some NBA guys who would jump in and stuff. And you just see the difference really in the, in the game is size and, and, you know, maybe not even athleticism, really just size. You know, you're doing the same, like somebody who's moving the same as I am, I'm six, three, six, four, but they're, you know, six, eight, six, nine, doing the same stuff I'm doing. That's, mm-hmm. that's the difference. So guarding somebody like that is a whole nother story. You know, if they're as quick, as fast, as athletic, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, that, that would be, I would just say really the size, it's probably a faster paced game um, at, at the D3 level. Cause you've got so many great guards. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, uh, you know, let's uh, you know, twenty twenty man was a a rough, rough uh time for the world. Uh, you know, what do you take from you know, or you know, what did you take from twenty twenty? I mean, many things, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say, I would say, like, so obviously, I was in China. Um, when the pandemic started um and i think just not being prepared like myself and my and my girlfriend um we 
we were, it was around Chinese New Year time. So it was kind of slow for us, really not too much going on. Some people went, went abroad and like, you know, went on vacation and stuff. We stayed. And when we left, it was really kind of like a thought that we were going to be back in like a month. Mm. We were like, you know, we'll just, we'll just go lay low. Who knows if they're going to close China and we're not going to be able to get out if we need to. And who knows, like, if that, what we thought, which is hilarious at this point is that, <laughs> is that the pandemic was going to ravage China. We weren't going to be able to get out of China wow. and we would, you know, be like, we would be stuck, which is funny because we left China and became stuck and couldn't go back to China who handled it beautifully and just made their people do everything that we were supposed to do and didn't do. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. There's a whole nother conversation. But like, you know, like they, you know, you don't mess around with, with what they tell you in China. So they just, you know, mandated a few things and just ended the ended the virus. There's no virus there. It hasn't been in a year. They out partying. I've seen videos there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cr- I mean, my girlfriend's back and she was just like, it's so weird to just walk around the city with no mask on and no, mask on. It's just like, you know, it's crazy. It's, but, yeah. but, the, but the, you know, when I think, you know, the lesson is like when we were, we, we went to Japan just to, you know, check something new out and which was dope, really cool. And we were just like, we'll just hang back in, um, she's, she's Mexican, she's from Mexico. So we were just like, we'll just go to, we'll just go to Mexico and, and you know we'll fly back we'll whenever things kind of calm down because it's probably nothing you know it's, <laughs> right. no big deal it's probably nothing and you know like it ended it really ended up being a blessing i think because um for me like i hadn't really seen my my parents my folks like i haven't been home in like for an extended period of time i mean like staying with them and seeing them for you know at least i would probably i probably had been home before china i'd been here for like a week and then previous to that i would see them on holidays and i was really only like an hour and a half away in boston right so it was like the fact that i had to eventually come home and had to like figure things out and we had to go through all of the you know, the challenges that this year brought and every, it's funny. Cause like, I'm sure both of you, you know, with, with kids and, and with wives and, you know, your families, you both experienced it totally different than I did. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, you know, somebody else would feel, you know, the exact same that like they've experienced it totally different than, than me and, and then you did. So it's like, everybody has their own unique experience of, of kind of what, now they don't take for granted because of of a b c maybe it could be it could be different too like for me like my girlfriend doesn't have a a, a u.s visa so you know i had to come home um i actually had to come home because i was having a, a lot of problems with my body like rehab wise i really needed to go through some rehab mm-hmm. for my back and and um and it was it was really necessary. So I just came home and, and like got that taken care of and thank God. And that's why I say like, it's a blessing because I didn't even really think about, I knew I needed to do something, but I, I was always playing hurt, you know? And I was just like, yeah, you know, this is kind of normal. So I'll just play hurt and I'll just feel hurt every day. 
And it was like that for a long time. But since I came home, it was like, okay, I got to focus on that, which is a blessing. But then, you know, me and my girl, we weren't able to be together for nine months in a row. And it was like, how are you going to, you know, a lot of people say to us, like, I'm so surprised you guys are together. And it's like you, you know, you learn how to deal with that with that challenge too you know there's everything has a challenge so so there's just been and i mean that's just you know the tip of the iceberg when it comes to different things that you have to go through in this year that i mean probably in any other year you'd never have to deal with them and it will always prepare you for the next thing whenever whatever that is there's always going to be something that is tough so so I think, yeah, it, it's a, I, I look at it as like, it's life, you know what I mean? But it's, it's a blessing to, to have it happen the way it did. And, you know, uh, there's so much to learn from, from each of those blessings. Hmm. It was definitely crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm labeled an essential employee and, okay. you know, I'm a, I'm a mailman. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm a mailman. So it's like, I'm walking down the street and it's like, you, it's a ghost town. Like mm-hmm. everybody's like peeping out their windows. I'm like, you know, I'm out there. I'm not, I mean, I wasn't wearing a mask at first and then I put it on and then it's like, you get, you just get used to it. And it's just like, these streets used to just be filled with people just walking around. And it's now it's just like, you see the tumbleweeds. It was, just, it was, it was insane. And I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, Charlie. I mean, me coming home, my wife's like, take your shoes off, take your clothes off, go straight to the shower, you know, throw the clothes in the washing machine, get it done. All right. I'm like, all right, let's, you know, let's, yeah. let's try and end it, you know, and you know, it, it should have been handled differently. But like you said, that's, <laughs> that's a different, uh, different topic yeah. for a different that's day. A much, that's a much longer <laughs> conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. you know, hopping uh hopping hopping into it, you know, I, I know that you say you're an entrepreneur. What what type of business? Because I know you went to school for business, right? Yeah. What what are you what are you working on right now? I know you're 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 planning on um you know your your shooting coach, but what is what is your entrepreneurial side? Uh, what's, what's, what's your label over there? Um, so, I mean, there's the one thing about China is there's really a lot of opportunities to do anything that you want to do as a foreigner. Um, because there's not too many people there that look like you. So, um, when I was there, um, and I plan to continue to expand on this when I go back, uh, I did some acting, some modeling, um, I did, obviously I was playing, um, I was coaching, so I want to expand more on the, on the coaching piece too, um, more with pros, um, and also continue to, to, to work, um, in coaching the way I was, the way I was before, uh, which is, which is really like, I mean, kids are great, obviously you guys know this, you guys both coach, so I don't really need to expand on that too much, but, um, but then, like, there actually, actually, when I got home, um, I was involved in trying to, you know, close a couple of deals doing um, with um, mask 
sterilizing machines. So like mm. huge, huge pieces of equipment that you could just throw a medical mask in and the UV light will, will take it and sterilize it by the time the conveyor, conveyor belt goes from one side to the other. So like there's that, um, I was working a little bit in, um, uh, import export, um, seeing what I could do with that. So the entrepreneur piece is kind of still in the development phase. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of other things I was doing. Um, I was working in um, a company that basically hired me to put together plans for coaches. Um, so we would go through two different school systems and we would hold clinics and we would teach each teacher how to coach basketball. And they would go through a series of drills and we would, un we would, help them understand why they were going through these drills and giving them games. And so we would certify them um, school system by school system, city by city. And they would then like take our certification and it would be, you know, kind of like the universal um, emblem of like excellence. And so we were, we were doing that. Um, and I was holding, hosting clinics and stuff. And obviously that, stopped um yeah. but yeah the entrepreneurial piece i mean i've always kind of you know been into sales here you know i've been into sales i was a, i was a salesperson, but you know i also want to see uh you know where my paths can kind of meet in the middle and 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 sell a certain thing so you know with the coaching piece uh with the you know the, with the strength training piece um there are just to, there's, there's to, so many different ways that, you know, that can kind of, those, those paths can, can, can collide so that I can be successful. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it, there's not really just one thing. Um, I mean, you can sell clothes, you can sell shoes, you can sell, I mean, there's so many things you can sell and, and obviously, you know, you can continue to, you know, act and use your skills and, and whatever you do um, in China, it's we, we might have to uh, me and you might have to talk off air uh, about uh, particular uh, some stuff about basketball. Man, I have some ideas, so you know, I'll definitely give you a uh, nice little message, man. We can discuss some things too. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. I mean, you I get, love, you I love, get, I love it. You get yeah. like kids over there coming up to you, thinking you're a different celebrity, like uh, oh Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> wow i get so actually i did a um i did a what what i get a lot is like um clay thompson um or you know i mean some some people just say like random white guys names and i'll just be like <laughs> be like you know i don't look anything like them but sure <laughs> But they always say like, "Oh, you look like this person," and then they'll show you like, you know, a picture of, you know, whoever like they like. You know what I mean? And like it could be like Bradley Cooper. It's like, what? I don't look anything like that. You know? And obviously, I'm not saying like because he's a handsome guy. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not saying that happened. I was just using a name that like I don't look yeah. anything. Like him. You know, it's funny. But I did a uh, I did a uh, an answer commercial. Or not a commercial, a, a photo shoot for uh, Clay Thompson's second collection with Anta. Um, mm -hmm. 
So I did, uh, so like, obviously he's in Golden State and Anta's a Chinese brand. So they, they had me do like an audition, which was like a piece of cake. It was hilarious. I was, I was like, they, you know, they had like five other models there and stuff and they were trying to dribble a ball. And I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> I already know I, I got this commercial. I already yeah. know. <laughs> clay thompson a little bit in the face yeah. like it's it's a no-brainer like you guys can all leave <laughs> but, but yeah so like i did uh i did uh i did that um so i was his body double um so i did wow. the modeling for all like the action shots for his uh for his clothing line and for his shoes of course you know i'm i'm bigger than most people out there so they had me fitting into like a size 11 Dude, I'm a size 13. So I was like, I, I was like, dude, let me get into my Jordans. This is terrible, You're right? You know, but they were they were having me like, yeah, like you know, drive to the hoop and like get down, you know, like so I had to like touch the ground and like be, you know, like action shots, like crossover, and I'm like, my toes are killing me. But yeah, but it breaking, was really breaking cool. your own ankles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an experience, though, right? It was the experience. Just no, it was a, it was a really dope experience. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was. It's, it's stuff. It's stuff like that. I mean, you know, there's China, such a huge market for for different things that, you know, you don't know. You just don't know what is gonna is gonna come about. Um, my girlfriend right now, actually, a few hours ago, she was doing a, a live stream for Alibaba, which is I'm sure you guys, it's AliExpress. Um, yes, yes. It's, it's worldwide. It's, you can order anything off there. It's Chinese yeah. and, it, and it will come like within a week or whatever. And she was, you know, you would, you would think that the live is being done in Spain, but it's being done in China. Wow. And they just are up at four in the morning. And so like she's, she's, you know, doing it with an influencer or a, or a YouTuber from Spain. And Wow. Like, you know, they don't know. Nobody knows. You're just you're tuning in at <laughs> yeah. 4 p.m. your time or whatever time it was in Spain. You know what I mean? So it's right. like there's a lot going on and there's a lot of a lot of different things you can do. But, yeah, they yeah, they, they've actually one of my favorite stories to tell. <laughs> so, I, so my best friend, Xavier, um, mm-hmm. he was out there with me. He's a African-American guy. Um, same Shout way- out to Xavier. I copped the hat from you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys know X. So, um, that's my guy. We've been roommates for since sophomore year in college. So it's been like eleven years or whatever. And so we were out there. We had a a real estate agent. Get this, that. So I had to pay a bill or had to like sign a sign. I don't know. I had to like pay rent or something. So I like went into her office to pay for the for our apartment this this lady somehow thought that she was talking to Xavier the whole time and when I tell you I was like I like she was like texting me the information but she was sending it to him and like you can see like on the icon it's like there's a black dude's face and then there's me <laughs> and I'm like I'm like I'm not, I'm not getting this. I don't know why I'm getting this. So I look at her phone and I'm just like, like, you know, you're, you're, I have a picture of him and I'm like, you see, you see him, you see your phone, you see how you're texting the wrong person. And she didn't get it. Like 
she was just like, you know, they're both Americans. Like, uh, you know, they're, they're both. It's like unbelievable that that you know, she was just like, yeah, no, I'm. I don't know what she was saying, of course, but then like eventually she was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, we don't look anything alike. Not even close. So that's the type of stuff you kind of run into where it's just you know, like you you yeah, we're both American from the same place. We both speak English, but we're not the same. Yeah, exactly. You know? So uh, that's a you can story. imagine the type of like, oh, you look like this person. Like <laughs> not really. But, but yeah, you maybe okay, fine. Now I got I got a question from someone on YouTube over here. He must have tuned in a little a little late, but you know, do you do you want to permanently live in China? That's a good is question. That something, um, is that something you would want? I would be open to it, but probably not. Um, I really appreciated there, especially right now in my life or, you know, between me and my, and my girlfriend, Hillary, uh, we, we really enjoy it. Um, permanently, I'm not sure. I think, so my plan is to continue doing what I'm doing and, and develop and see what other things develop, like entrepreneurial and otherwise, basketball wise, you know, there's the more, the longer you stay, of course, the more things you get into and you get established, right. Just like anywhere else. Um, but I would be open to it. It would just have to be the best situation out there. Um, I think I would have to learn the language fluently in order for me to stay out there. That's huge, you know, because, it's it is inconvenient at times to always be speaking into a phone who has to translate for you. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, and that's a beautiful thing because that just makes me lazy because, <laughs> you know, like I don't have to like put hours every day into learning a language. I do know the, the very, very basics like numbers and and the, the real simple things that you have to talk to a, a tell a, a taxi driver, you know, here and there and stuff like that. So the I think if I was to do that, I would have probably had to already learn the language and it would have to be one of those situations where I'm really comfortable doing something that I love um, and the security is right, you know, yeah. um, right. which is which is totally possible. I mean, you know, it, it happens all the time with people, but uh, I'm open to it. There are some people that get to China and they just don't like it or they just can't get over something about the culture that is totally different. And, you know, so they don't, they're not really open to even staying for a longer period of time. They just won't, they're just not like, it's not for them. Um, I don't want to live there permanently at the, at the moment. Um, I think um, if, if there's no other opportunity across the world, I really love Asia so far. It's great. Um, there's so many great places there. Uh, but of course, money and opportunities and security comes first when, you know, you want to like sit somewhere and, and, you know, stay established. And so I think I'll probably come back to the States. Um, most likely not the Northeast cause I've been here my whole life. Um, so I'll probably go to Florida. Um, my girlfriend is a, is a dancer. Uh, she's a professional dancer. So she, she wants to dance for the 
the reggaeton artists um, out of Miami or, you know, okay. in that general area, um, which she is really good at what she does. So um, that would probably be the, the spot that we would come back to. But then again, you know, I think to answer the question, um, before I do that, I'll probably go back and forth. Uh, we'll probably split time, you know, eight months to four months or six months to six months or whatever, because at the moment there is just so much opportunity in Asia to even go back and forth. And, you know, maybe if like, you know, we're blessed enough to, you know, make enough money to, to get a house here, we, you know, get a house and we just, you know, keep going back and forth. And, you know, we have, we have things that we want to do and want to accomplish, at, you know, in our, in our goals, but um permanently like for the rest of my life no um i I wouldn't say definitively like it's out of the question but probably not no i got i got a couple i got i got a couple oh you want to go charles go ahead go ahead ahead, ahead, ahead. i I just had i just had a couple more questions i just had one all right now going over there food wise what do you what are you eating you know prior to prior to going to china what are you eating over here that you okay. can't get over there. Oh, oh, that I can't get. Uh, I mean, what's, what's one thing? What's one thing that you love? Like when you come home, that's the first thing you gotta go to. I mean, my mom's cooking. Probably shout out, mom, dude. Shout out, Pam. Um, yeah, I can't I mean, shout out my mom's cooking, huh? <laughs> not, um, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know home cooked meals that's that's anywhere right um same same with going to my girlfriend's place like her mom's an amazing cook you know so like regardless either way it's great but i think um you have a lot more you have a lot more variety here where you have to really search stuff out in china so like Mm. And, and, and honestly, I miss the food in China because where we live, there's a – within, like, a four-block radius, you have, like, an amazing mes- Mexican restaurant. You have, like, the best sushi restaurant we've tried, including Japan. Um, there's, there's a halal spot. Um, there's – like, there's so many different options. And then, and then my favorite that I have so much is the fruit. Like I, if if you guys obviously now we follow each other and stuff, so um, I'm always posting like every day I have dragon fruit, which is just like normal there, and it's the healthiest thing for you. It's delicious. It's not too sweet, and it's so easy to eat in the morning. And I mean, it's fruit's really good for you in the morning anyway. So I can tell you that's the one thing I miss the most about about China, except for my lovely woman. Um, but yeah, I mean, being here, I think like, so I'm a, I'm a pescatarian, so I don't really eat, I don't eat meat. Um, so oh, there's Dan's not going to like that. Dan's... <laughs> Bro, I, I got, hey, I'm a vegan. So, so, I'm like so, a, a, so a meat vegan eater, a vegan and a pescatarian walk into a bar, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, 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 okay. So you guys are the opposite ends, man. I yeah, just, yeah. I just, it was my birthday last week. I got this huge, you know, like the, the, I got this huge grill showing. No, I got I got a huge grill for my birthday. Oh, like, the thing's massive. 
Oh, so you can't, be, yeah, you can't be a, a, a vegan. You can't be doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Charles, but <laughs> I'm down. I told you I'm down to try anything. I'm down to try anything. I'll, I'll, I'll go vegan for a day. All right. You, you, when, you, when you're coming out, I'll go yeah. vegan for a day. I'll no, sneak some meat off to the side, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the, well, actually, so. I mean, going to living in China, you want to be careful about the, the meat you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a little bit easier for me to kind of start that process while I was there. Mm-hmm. Or for us, me and my, my girl, we do the same. Um, yeah, it's a uh, so like anyway, to answer the to answer your question, <laughs> I think you got more questions. My, my, my answer <laughs> is something I eat every day is um like uh like field and roast or something like that there's there they're these vegan sausages and they're delicious they're the apple sage kind and i just i, I have one at least one every day mm. and i know i'm not gonna be able to find them when i go back but that's fine because like i got you know great salmon and sushi and blah 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 so right yeah there's there's and know, then and then uh, just one one more one more food question did you expect the chinese food from america to be the chinese food over in china that's a good question i I kind of didn't because I didn't really know what to expect. Like I felt like I, so I've heard from Chinese people, like obviously this, like your, your Chinese food is not Chinese food. So like I kind of already knew that, but I just didn't know like what it meant. Can't get your crab rangoons. Actually, bro, I had this question. (laughs) My my boy, Josh, Josh, if you're watching, shout out Josh. I was talking to him today and, and he asked me this exact same question. He was like, there's no crab, there's no crab and chicken fingers in, in China. I'm like, bro, no, that's not Chinese food. So, so yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was something interesting, but I mean, you, who can go wrong with like a, like if you go to a little traditional Chinese spot, get like a big bowl of soup and it costs you like two fifty, like $3. Yeah. Right. So like it's great. I mean, yeah, there's there's they got some really good food. You can't uh, from to me, you can't eat it all the time. But you know the oil and the grease and stuff like that. Mm, it's right. fried chicken, fried uh, not chicken, I don't eat chicken really, but uh, uh, fried uh, fried rice. You can't be eating fried rice all the time. Mm. Mm. Um, but you'd be switching your sports. You'd be going from basketball to sumo. I know. <laughs> That's right. I already got the bun. You see? Yeah, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm ready to go back. Now, now put put on that big thong and let's see it, let's see it dance around the <laughs> ring. Nah. Hey, you know, w- w- winding down, man. Um, this has been great, man. Um, you know, I just have two more questions for you, bro. Uh, yeah, man. You know, it seems like you know I I ask all my uh, all of our basketball uh, guests on here. Um, you know. You know, Kobe Bryant, unfortunately, we lost him 2020. Um, and Gigi and everybody on that uh, tragic day. Uh, you know, go a little bit into depth. Uh, what did Kobe uh, Bryant mean to you? I mean, so I already mentioned AI, right? So growing up, it was AI, it was Kobe, and it was T-Mac. I mean, aside from Mike, who was – you know, on the Wizards at that point, it was like those three were the were the three, and then it was 
obviously AI and T-Mac kind of at some point like kind of fizzled out and Kobe was just, you know, still at the top of his game. So it's funny because I was a, you know, like I was a Boston fan, like a Boston Celtics fan. So Ray Allen is my favorite player of all time. Hey, shout out Ray Allen. So I like I would really look forward to the to the the Celtics Lakers when Ray would play Kobe and Kobe would play Ray. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I really wasn't willing to give up the position that Kobe was killing <laughs> at, at that point. But yeah. you know, um, like I just you know that was my guy, so I was rocking with Ray. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's rare that you have somebody that's such a, like, so intense and, like, approached his craft. Actually, I mean, actually, Ray and Kobe both kind of were the same in that. Like, they had such an intensity and a, and a passion for the details of what they did that they worked on it to no end. And, like, I think... I mean, I think the one person that you could see that you grew up with was or that we grew up with or I grew up with was seeing Kobe from like a young player and looking up to him as a young player and then seeing him become, you know, a top five player of all time and dropping 60 in his last game and Mm. just being such an ambassador that like it really didn't feel real like i feel like i mean it, it's it's kind of like he almost wasn't real anyway because we got to see him do all of those things in real time unlike mm-hmm. unlike michael jordan who we were a little bit young for and yeah. you know obviously we're doing it now with lebron but Le- lebron's a different it's a different story but like you know, Kobe had his trials and tribulations and he had his, you know, he, he was so intense and unforgiving and whatever he thought, like he had his difficulties on the court with that team at some point. And he had difficulties off the court cause he was just, he couldn't turn off his competition and he was just, you know, great. And he expected greatness from everybody. Like, I think that that's a unique thing that we might not ever see again. Mm-hmm. And I think because I feel like I was that way and I almost had to like figure out that I could just enjoy it, you know, at some point. And right. I didn't have to like run myself into the ground to do everything that I was doing, which I think made me a, a good player in the moment. But, but I think that's something that, you know, you go through and you watch, you know, Kobe Muse, you, you watch that or you, you just even just, you know, listen to his interviews on on YouTube or, you know, whatever you do. It's like he was a he was a transcendent player for more than like his accolades. He was a transcendent player because of the fact that he was so intense and such a such a like a, a dog, you know, in in all the things that he wanted to accomplish on the court. And he would do whatever it, it took. You know, I mean, that's the level of, prof- I mean, professionalism, like, 
taking your taking your taking what you do and loving it so much that you do it to almost no end and you I mean he just you know he like tore his Achilles in front of everybody and just was like all right I'm I'm in the gym tomorrow I'm getting my surgery tomorrow I'm in the gym the next day like I'm 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 going through rehab so I can I'm gonna get on the floor next season I'm I'm coming back like it's just that's that was just um it's it's great that we have you know the the video and the and the media to to understand what he was about because that's not coming again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like that. It's not. Mama mentality, man. Mama mentality. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charles, I think I know what question you're going to ask next. Which and which is that? Is this the one that we that we talked about prior to hopping on? Oh yes, on? yes, yes. Let's okay. have a little. Let's have uh, a little but, fun here. But before before that, I want to get a quick answer. We got one more question on here. Oh, from, okay, uh, okay. From from YouTube, what advice would you give to anyone trying to play abroad? Good question. Um, I would, I would say, so actually, go, kind of going back to the Division Three, Division One um, conversation. If if you're a player that isn't a top D1 guy, maybe didn't get time D1 or, you know, doesn't have the connections to do it, there's nothing stopping you from doing what you want to do. Like, for me, it was – like, I, I actually almost signed with a team in Denmark out of college. It was really close. It was – they were working on sponsorships, fell through. Like they didn't get the sponsorships in time. I couldn't go. I was heartbroken, but I was like, something else is gonna come along, you know. Mm. And you know, you 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 live and you learn, but you you the way I would explain it to somebody who doesn't necessarily know and, and wants to do it is make your own pave your own way. Like I've done the 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 tryouts. I've I've we went to Germany and did tryouts and if anyone should have gotten a contract, it was it was X, but he didn't get one. You know what I mean? And it was like, okay, back to the drawing board. It was a good little vacation. It was a good experience. But you don't have to do it the way that everyone says you have to do it. The way I did it was, you know, I met somebody who I was fortunate enough to have someone invite me to, to China and have me do a camp as a coach and play. And, and he liked you know, to, to, he was inviting me, liked me and enough to invite me and which was a beautiful thing because I got to experience it. And then I knew, all right, I need to save my money and I need to prepare and I need to just, you know, pick up and go because I know that I can go out there and be successful. And, and so that's not the way that any agent, any coach, anyone really says to do it. They just say, you know, you got to get noticed. You got to go to, you got to go to Vegas and do the combine. You got to do all this stuff. And if you, if if you're good enough to do it, you're gonna find out. You know, at some point, you're gonna find out. You're gonna either be like, okay, you know, this I'm comfortable with this, or I can't keep up with this level. Hmm. And if you've been putting in the work and it's consistent and you're not delusional, then you know that you could do it. So if, if, if I would say to somebody that 
you know, is in my position or another position that's similar, you know, hey, no one's stopping you from making a connection, you know, you having however many thousand dollars you can save up in six months or a year or whatever, and and buying a ticket, a one-way ticket and going to whatever country you think you've done your research on and you think you can be successful in because, look, you could go there and you could just be a coach and then you can play and you can try to get, you know, get on with the, with a, a, you know, a division four team in Europe or something like that, where it's really just like a men's league, but you could get a look from a D three, like a, a third league team because you're, you know, you're putting up 20 a game or 30 a game or whatever. So that's not impossible. Like they have spots for you. They're just not about to fly you out because they don't have the money for that. It's it's. And so if I could do it again, I would, you know, I would, do it way earlier than I did it and I would like I didn't know obviously I wasn't educated to it so I you know it was just but I did it a totally different way than a lot of people did it and they were all blessed to do it their way and you know I'm a d3 guy I wasn't a star athlete um you know in what I did I feel like I really came into my own after college I, I played in college I wasn't you know I didn't it's not like I didn't play but even if you didn't play and you love the game and you think you're good enough and you can play at the level, it's it's really all about your your drive and your motivation. And if you feel like you can do it and you want to do it, you'll make it happen. That's really that's because that was the one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to play overseas. I wanted to you know be involved and I wanted to see like to me there's there was something that I did when I was in high school, like I, I never drank. So I'm not a, I've, I've never had a sip of alcohol. Like I don't drink period. So, so that kind of set me kind of, kind of set me up to like do something different. And I always had that itch to like, I just need to do something different. Mm. And I love basketball. I wanted to play. That was what I really wanted to do. I wanted to make it, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to like say I was doing it and actually make it happen. And so if that's you, you know, you don't have to listen to the to the mainstream people of how, you know, they say it, it should go. Just make it happen for yourself if that's the way you got to do it. You know, your motivation is all you need. If as I mean, as long as you're I mean, you're going to find out if, and you're going to probably know beforehand if you're not ready for it or you don't want to do it really, because then you won't. But but if you are looking to play overseas explore all of the different ways to do so don't just don't just give up after you know the combine doesn't go well or a combine or a tryout or whatever you do because you know we myself included did many many different showcases combines workout videos thousands of emails to coaches nothing happened until i made it you know myself and so that would be my my advice. Well said. Well said, bro. Definitely. Well, hopefully, um, you know, our listeners are listening to that because a lot of a lot of people do tend to give up off of just one try. And you just gotta keep pushing, gotta keep pushing, gotta keep striving. So, you know, really respect that that answer, man. Um, you know, our la- my last question for you, man, and this is actually a segment that I like to ask you know, our fellow basketball guests, man. Uh, I call this, who would you pass it to? Ooh. All right. So it's five seconds left. Um, you're inbounding it 
inbounding it on the sideline. Uh, you got Steph Curry, since you're a shooter. Steph Curry, Reggie Miller, Clay Thompson, or Ray Allen. Now, all four guys get open. Who would you pass it to and explain why? Who do you trust in that moment? This is the toughest question. <laughs> <laughs> we saved the toughest for last. <laughs> okay. Um, so I already mentioned Ray Allen's my favorite mm-hmm. player of all time. All right. And the Clay Thompson lookalike. I did, I did some. I did some modeling for Clay Thompson that really shouldn't count was this. Um, Reggie and Steph. Um. Man, all clutch players. Yeah, like all clutch players, all shooters. All right, I'm gonna knock off Reggie because he was before my time. Great <laughs> shooter, didn't lift weights. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't lift <laughs> Too skinny. Too skinny. <laughs> um, I mean, here's the thing. You can't you can't not choose Steph. Mm. Like Steph's the greatest shooter where we've ever seen, and there's no knock to Ray because Ray's my guy. I mean, that's the one player that I used to watch YouTube clip after YouTube clip and slow it down and go in the gym and recreate what he did and listen to his advice and I mean, you know, that was before Clay. So like. And then now Clay, I feel like I probably play the most like Clay. Mm. You know, like, and just, I mean, I think Clay is almost more clutch than Steph. I agree. I, I really like Clay's, Clay's jumper. Like, his, his release is a lot more fluid. I mean, it's hard to say, like, it's more fluid than Steph's, too. Like, I mean, I'm almost, like, being blasphemous, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what, am I, what am I even saying, like, comparing the two of them? But I, I got to say, you know, I got to say it's got to either be Steph or Clay. But I, I say if I want to be different, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose Clay. If I want to mm-hmm. be different, I'll choose Clay. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so most of the time – I would. I do like to be different. So, <laughs> so, so, I understand this is going on the internet, and maybe people are not agree. And and like to be honest with you, if someone DMs me and says like, "Bro, are you like blind? <laughs> Why did you not choose Steph?" I I I, I feel for them. I'm gonna choose Clay though. Hey, great choice. Hey, it's it's like one A and one B, man. It's like who do you? It's funny because I said like, how do you not choose Steph? And then yeah. didn't choose Steph. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Clay. Clay, Clay Thompson. Oh, great choice, bro. Uh, you know, man. Like I said, man. This was this has been a great interview, bro. Uh, honestly, you've uh, yeah, you you dropped some knowledge for our viewers. You dropped some knowledge for us. Um, like we tell our, our guests, man, we uh, we want to just make sure our guests feel comfortable um, and, you know, just really talk sports and, um, you know, and just really flow, you know, and um, I'm hoping we made you feel comfortable. And, uh, you know, uh, again, hopefully we can have, have you on again someday. Um, yeah, man. It's sure. been a real, real great interview.
For well, sure. He's home. He's home for a while, so we'll we'll probably get him back on. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get out of here June first. June first. Yeah, I gotta get my I gotta get my vaccine soon, and and yeah, and you know, and then I gotta hopefully go through the process and be accepted and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm trying to. But I mean, that doesn't mean that I could do it. I could do it while I'm there. But I, see, I got we got probably tons of stuff to talk about. We didn't even go into like the yeah the 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 real Celtics and the and the. I mean, unless unless you want to stay on and, and talk, yeah. talk about <laughs> no, these games no. that we're going to talk about. I, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah, we got some Celtics games real quick. Right if you now. want to get on real quick, we got some Celtics games we could talk about real quick. If you want, I mean. We, we're going something different. We're, right, we're doing right. something totally different right now. Let's we're going it. into the we're going into the two Celtics games we're going to talk about. And you know, I, Charles, Charles, just lead it off. Just lead it off. All right. So uh we got, you know, I picked the Timberwolves versus the Celtics. They play tomorrow. And the reason why I picked this game uh in particular, uh, because they're playing the Nuggets on Sunday, too. We'll talk about that. Uh, you know, we can all three of us go around of it. I, you know. The reason why I picked this game is because the Celtics haven't proved uh, anything this whole season. A damn thing. Yeah, anything this this whole season. Um, I get it, you know, with COVID and they've been in and out of they've had in and out out of lineups, you know, injuries and COVID protocols. But you know, they really don't play. Uh, they play down to their competition, and this is a game where you know all season, Dan. I've been saying it: trap games for the Celtics. And I love, I love when you call it trap games because it always happens. It yeah. always happens. Yeah, and uh, you got Carl Anthony Towns. Um, you got Edwards, the rookie. Um, he's really good. Um, can the Celtics just really end this game early, or are they going to have a battle? I, I have a feeling this is going to be a, a a close close game, uh, just to due to the fact that. Robert Williams is playing against uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Carl Anthony Towns, and you know going against Joel Embiid to Carl Anthony Towns. That's going to be a tough, tough little matchup for him. I got the Celtics winning by a landslide. I think this is going to go down to the wire. Um, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong because the Celtics can blow the Timberwolves out. I just feel like, man, this is one of those games where it's just not looking good for me. So you know, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Celtics by a landslide. Oh man, man, what you think? Uh, uh, before we get into this, you can you can start. I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put a jersey on for you, and I'm actually gonna. <laughs> all right, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, I'm, who, I'm looking forward who, to. It. Who, who you got, Mike? Who you got? Man, I, I, it's it's tough, which it really shouldn't be. Like it, it really shouldn't be tough. Uh, who we got? <laughs> Oh, is that is an old school Nike? Or OG, OG, OG yeah, yeah. Antoine Walker. All right, yeah. Yeah. you got to okay. do the shimmy. You got to do all the right. shimmy real quick. You got to do the. Sh- hey, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right, all right. So I'm gonna ride with 90 percent of America right now. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. I I told you. I, oh man, I'm like I'm backtracking on myself, but it's 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 just <sighs> it's Timberwolves. Timberwolves. I mean, it, it, it's the Timberwolves. The Celtics should roll. They should. But they're just playing too inconsistent right now. Who's the leader? Tatum? Brown? Right. Kemba? Marcus? Marcus, can't, Marcus can't shoot? It should be Jalen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it should be. That's That would be 
but like it's it's you can't i mean let me know what you guys think but you can't like jason tatum is such a up-and-comer and a young player and he can clearly score the ball you can't almost have you first of all he can't lead he's not really a leader yet mm-hmm. and you can't make Jalen the first option because you got a first option mm. so and i mean yes i understand like first and second option and all that stuff doesn't actually exist you know what i mean like that's just kind of a different NBA. It's that's different just kind of like what people say as mm-hmm. like you know who's the better of the two. There, I mean, they're a, they're a great one-two punch, but you just need you need like a a leader to 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 it can work. It's just not working, and I think you need a leader. I, and that's that's the thing. I don't even think we should put the word great with those two because I get it. They've they've. For, for for those two being in the Eastern Conference Finals the past two times, Jalen Brown being one with uh, that IT team, you know, I'm all for players getting their money. I'm all for that. I'm, you know, I'm all about the players first. But I just feel, I said this last week, I felt like when Tatum got his money, or uh, when before Tatum got paid, he was really hungry. He wanted to, he was balling. You know, last year was his best year in his career. Um, he was even in the MVP talks with that, especially with that month of February last year, where he no one could stop him. But then this summer when he got paid, and you just see it. And again, I'm all for players getting their money, feeding your family, you yeah. know, being in that different bracket. But man, you just you can see it. And again, he's gotten COVID. I know that's been a part of it, but I don't know. He doesn't even, you know, you know, he's not a leader like you say. He doesn't really shout out his teammates like that He uh, at post-game interviews. You know, all he does is shoot, and it drives me crazy. That is just dribble, 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 that sidestep. It's the NBA. People are going to catch on to your move. Everybody knows that what you're going to do. When And it shows when he drives to the basket, he's effective. He's yeah. effective. He's what, six, what, six, eleven? I think he's like he's seven feet or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, so I just feel like, like you said, Mike, it's Jalen Brown's team because he is one uh, a a better leader, and I feel like they should have paid Jalen Brown first because he's been there longer, and then let Tatum. This is just, uh, let him prove something this year. Um, that's just my opinion, but again, I'm all for players getting paid. Um, so you know, again, man, with this game here, I got I got the Celtics winning. Who you got, Mike? I'll go. I'll go Timberwolves. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll go Timberwolves because. It seems like uh, D'Lo is 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 finding his groove. He's back. Yep. And you know, like I think the Timberwolves have something to prove. Where they're young, they're 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 like actually healthy now. So, yeah. I mean, I, they're not like you know rolling because they're all healthy yet. But like you know, it's it's a it's a it's something that. I don't know. I mean, obviously, none of us can really know. I'm just saying that the the Celtics are having their issues, and you know, Minnesota's tough because they're more full strength. You know, yeah. so yeah, I'll go. I'll go with them. I mean, Cat and D'Lo are going to be a, a problem together. Um, they probably do need a couple pieces. But a couple like, veterans in there. Yeah. yeah. Then again, I mean, you. you then again, like look at that combo in two years or three years. 
Yeah, they just need a coach, and that's it. <laughs> but here's here's the thing: the, the Timberwolves, they're awful on the road. Yeah, I mean the Celtics, they they let you down the first couple of games when there are fans in the stadium, but <laughs> Timberwolves are five and twenty-two away. Yeah, I'm just being different. I know. Yeah. I, I'm usually the different one, though. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I, 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 I think, I think we all know that there needs to be some. To me, it's not Brad Stevens, because, or, or at least it's not proven to be Brad Stevens yet, because he's. To me, I don't like when fans and i mean i don't mean you guys i mean like fans who are oh, like you mean me i know I, I'm, I'm on the fire brad train <laughs> no 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 well, you might have legitimate reasons you know like actual reasons but like i hate when people are like oh they're losing fire the coach oh they're losing fire the coach and it's just like bro you loved him for four years in a row and now you now they're they're, they're having like a tougher year and now you just want to fire the coach no we're not doing that like that's that's the way i feel so like to me it would be Danny because the way I look at it, unless he's got something up his sleeve, which he did with creating the super teams, like that was his fault with AG and Ray Allen, bringing him, bringing them. You got, you got to, you're looking at like LeBron's going to win the championship, right? (laughs) If he's he's not, it's going to be a surprise. Right. And it's like, it's LeBron too. It's not even like the Lakers are going to win. Like LeBron is. And he's resting. He's resting. I know, I know. And, and <laughs> I know. And it's just like, you know, he it, everything is calculated with him. You think you're going to have a chance? You're not. And <laughs> and, and that, that that means you 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 get to the finals. Like you got to get to. The, so to me, it's like, if you don't have anything up your sleeve, you, you got to, like you drop the ball heavy because, because, you're way too light up front. Like who's who's our center? Robert Williams. <laughs> that's, but that's not that's not a real that's, that's not, like not a center. Player. That's yeah. my man, Paul, who finally got in the game. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, Nine foot behemoth. They should they should use him, but he's he you can't use just like we've all seen, like you can't use someone that size too much because then yeah. they, then they have nagging issues will that will never go away and it'll be and he's right. injury prone robert williams is injury prone too so he one you know he's very uh sensitive but, with that so but he's a he's like a he's like a super athletic four who can't no. shoot. yeah exactly yeah he will he'll be he'll get there but it's just like you got to be able to you got to get somebody who either you can put beside him who kind of offsets him yeah you got to be able to get somebody that like Blake was out there, Blake Griffin was out there, Kevin Love is out there, Andre Drummond was out there. Nobody wants to come here. No, yeah, it's not a destination. Um, wants to come here. I know. I mean, but but like nobody wants to go to Philly either. But people are in Philly. Yeah, because they got yeah, Joel, Ben Simmons, uh, Doc Rivers. That's Doc coach. Rivers. Doc Rivers. He has that voice, and you know, what, the only critique I have, Brad, is you know, he tends to sub too late. You know, he tends to, you know, if they're if if the opposite team is is making a run, like an eight all run, he still has the same guys in. And as a coach, that's when I put my coaching hat on. I'm like, all right, if a team goes on an eight all run, either call a timeout or I'm making some subs in. He still has he still has the same group, and I get it. That's that shows a lot of his trust. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes he's still learning, even though he's been in the league now for uh, 
for a couple years now, I think he still has that college mindset where it's just like, you know, I, you know, they'll figure it out or, you know, I'm just going to go with the younger guys still during this 8-0 run. So, uh, you know, that and, you know, are the players hearing him? Are they just, you know, ignoring him? Because a lot of their offense is very predictable now. You know what I mean? Yeah. In previous years, Brad was really good, especially at, uh, during timeouts, drop plays, you know, you get it, you know, but it's just not feeling the same uh, Brad Stevens run team at all right now. So, you know, Especially with this game here, this is going to be tough for. Again, I, I forgot um, D'Lo was uh, he's back, so you know, and they got a, They got a nice, solid young team, so you know, it seems like y'all got Timberwolves going, and I got the Celtics. Um, let's go. Let's talk about our last Celtics game. Um, Celtics versus Nuggets. Uh, the Joker, Jamal Murray, <laughs> uh, Aaron Gordon. Who the Celtics? I don't know what happened in that trade. Aaron Gordon is pl- is playing. That's another one. <laughs> like, like so, that. That you like. First of all, like, why didn't you? If you were gonna get Evan Fournier, you were gonna get him with Aaron Gordon. What are you? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Getting like, if you were gonna get one person, you're gonna get Aaron Gordon. Like, I mean, I was expecting. I was like, oh, Evan, Evan's coming. That's dope. That means Aaron's coming too. Like, Marcus was Smart was like, in the. Tra- they didn't want to trade Marcus Smart. They did not want to trade Marcus Smart. Too I mean, loyal, and I get the loyalty, but like, come on, yeah. man, come on. Yeah, the Aaron Gordon piece would have been would have been great. That's a, that's a, that's another one that is in that group of people that they should have got him. You literally could switch everything because again, people are attacking Kemba Walker. You know, off of these screen and roads, like they're attacking Kemba. He's too small. I I'm an advocate that Kemba should come off the bench due to the fact because I I think. You know, he's a spark coming off that bench and maybe starting. I mean, I like Romeo Lanford. I really do. Um, uh, He's a good defender. Oh, Peyton Pritchard. Oh, Peyton Pritchard. Okay, my bad, my bad. I mean, Re- Romeo's back, so I don't know. I, li- I like Romeo better. With Romeo and Marcus Smart, that's a defensive team. But, again, Pritchard is well-deserved. Uh, He played well when Kimball was out. But, you know, you know, this is going to be a tough matchup, man, because the Joker is an MVP. He might win the MVP this year. You never know. Um, you know, probably will, yeah, yeah, and they did, they're just solid, man. And you know, I believe the, did the Celtics beat them last time, I believe so. And they came to Boston, I gotta check my notes, but you know, either way, it's gonna be a great game. They always have great battles. Jamal Murray, he might drop a 50 piece on us, though, <laughs> you know, yeah. because no one could stop him. But you know, I'm gonna pick the Nuggets on this one, uh, because I, I just Nuggets are rolling. Aaron Gordon's averaging you know, almost 20 points a game since the trade. So he's he's playing really well. I'm like Celtics. I mean, 20-point score, but I, I don't know. So, you know, I got the Nuggets in this one, fellas. I got the Nuggets in this one. I got the Nuggets, too, especially seeing that the uh, Celtics can barely beat this Knicks team. <laughs> they play hard, though. They Knicks do, but it, it comes back to my point with Marcus Smart. Why is he taking these shots? These, these pointless shots that you know he's not going to make, and he's not following them up. Yeah. It it's it, it still just blows my mind. Yeah, you know, I, I like the Marcus Smart in the playoffs, but regular season not so much. Yeah, that's true. it's it's just I don't know. That's just personal opinion. You know, yeah. Mark Marcus shouldn't he shouldn't be the guy you want to get the ball to or. He shouldn't be the guy running up the court taking a shot. Yeah. 
Yeah. I got, I mean, I got the Nuggets too for maybe, <laughs> maybe obvious reasons. Like, I mean, the there's yeah. I mean, the, the Nuggets are better. They're just better. I mean, they, yeah. they got way better with Aaron Gordon. That was huge. That was that was a bigger a bigger. I I don't know. I would say because Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, am I right? He he played. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, he played with them last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that was like they shouldn't have lost him, and now they got Aaron Gordon, who's just as athletic and like a little bit bigger of a body. Yeah, I mean, who can you know? They both knock down shots. I mean, it's just like they're a problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I think you know, it's like everybody says that you know they have the their the fix it all. You know, we can all fix it with our <laughs> with our ideas, but like you know, you 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 got. You got all the all the guys on the team doing the same thing. Same thing. Except yeah. for like except for Robert Williams, really. So it's right. like you went and got Evan who who's a scorer, swingman. He's just the same as he's just the same as Jalen and Jason. Mm-hmm. Like you need you need somebody who's gonna like defend a big or be a big or you know, have like, you know, be like Robert Williams is going to be probably in five years, but like you need size. And, and honestly, at this point in the game, like in the, in the way the game is developed, I mean, you got like, like you said, Kemba could come off the bench and who's to say Jalen and Jason can't bring the ball up. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why can't, like, why can't you, like any, everybody can handle the ball now. It's like, like, look at, look at Jokic. Like he can, he can, he's a point guard <laughs> but in a non-athletic seven footers body and he can bring the ball up. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it just doesn't make really much sense why you're going to have four guys be able to bring the ball up and only one of them does. And you kind of are missing out on the other part of it. Like, Andre, honestly, Andre Drummond can bring the ball up. Like he actually, <laughs> literally, it doesn't, it doesn't like, this is a new age of basketball now where you're not like, you got to have every piece and it, every piece has to be different from the next piece because like, you're going to do what you do. And we have a culture here where like, yeah, look, you're, you're going to be the, the, like Robert Williams is the, he's the garbage man. He's the finisher. He's the he plays D, he blocks shots, he rebounds. Go out and do that. He knows his role. Right. That's your role. But like like everybody else should be able to know that like think about it. What can what can Evan, Jalen, Jason, and Kemba say is different about all of them? Like what what do <laughs> I do that what do I do that he doesn't do? It's like you guys all do the same stuff. You just you just one of you is 6'10", two of you are 6'7", and one of you is 6'2", or whatever. It's like, you know, you got to, like, there has to be, like, I mean, look at the Nuggets. This is why the Nuggets are going to win, right? Yeah. Like, look at the Nuggets. But that's you know, starting five. That's starting five, you know. Oh, my Jokic, God. Murray, Porter Jr., Barton, Aaron Gordon. Oh, God. You know, even if you hop into their bench, their bench is just, their, their, their bench is superior. You know, Monty Morris. You know, granted, Paul Millsap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great name drop. <laughs> where, where he was supposed to come to Boston, too. Yeah. And he said, oh, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to get yeah. signed, re-signed with Denver real quick. 
and that's the thing is I think the common thing is like you said, I know you said Danny Ainge, but like I'm sorry, Brad, you gotta stop being I'm I'm not gonna call him scared, but he you gotta, you know, not be too hesitant to tell your one of your superstars that yo, maybe you wanna try, maybe we should try this for the team. Maybe Kemba come off the bench. Or hey, Jason Tatum, you need to humble yourself a little bit. Won't you come off the bench real quick? And, you know, little, and really, and really, little but. Bradley, <laughs> little little Bradley. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to. I don't know. No, nah, don't. I don't do know. That. I, 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 I'm like I'm, I'm this close. It's like, <laughs> but you know, it's a it's a it's a difficult it's a difficult difficult thing. But you know, hopefully, Celtics you prove us wrong. You prove us wrong. But you know, it's been a no, rough it's season. Happen, though. Yeah, not, it's not not happening. Miami, Miami beat the brakes off them last year, and and oh my gosh, like and they panicked. They panicked <laughs> after that. They wanted to sign Tristan Thompson and Jeff Teague. I'm like, yeah, man, I mean, bro. <laughs> Gordon I mean, was averaging like forty. Don't get me wrong, like like Tristan Thompson is a it was a piece when he was with the when he was with the Cavs. Yeah, but like. Like, that's a that he's a bench player for real. Yeah, exactly. And if he's not a bench player, he's that's the way. It's funny the way it works. It's like if you're not a bench player on on, on like a like a really good team, you're a starter on like a contender. Like he right. could be he could be a starter on the Lakers. Yeah, for sure. Or, or a starter like next to like you know Joel Embiid or like next yeah. to. Like you know what I mean? Because because he know, like he's a really good role player. But he's tough. He's tough. He brings he's tough. You don't like you don't have that culture really with the Celtics. Like like you did in Cleveland because you knew like LeBron was going to take over, and you guys all like Jr. Shoot it, like you know like George Hill. You're you're coming in all, like you're you're coming in off the bench. Jeff Green, you knocked that corner three down. Jeff Green like, already in a game seven against the Celtics that killed him. Jeff, Jeff Green already knows his, his role. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Tristan Thompson knows his role, and you got Kevin Love and whoever else. You know what I mean? So you, you like you can start on a on a on a team with with a LeBron or a Kobe or you know whoever yeah. mm-hmm. like that. But you're not like at the Celtics. They're they're missing they're missing that. They're missing like a like a like a understanding or a culture piece to it. They need a different voice. That's all. I think they're getting bored of hearing Brad, which Brad, he gets if he ever if he ever got fired right now, uh 10 NBA teams are calling for him right now. That's how good of a coach he is. But I feel like they got they getting bored a little bit with hearing the same voice, hearing the same philosophy. Um, even though it's been years you've gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know why you get bored or keep working on your game, but you know, I'm tired of hearing team meetings every week. <laughs> that they have after a loss it's like come on fellas just really out they're great they should be like in the top five seed that's how much talent they have it's no just- it definitely should but i mean that that comes down to i think also if it is brad's fault it's like i'm i'm gonna i'm looking at him when he gets mad are they actually like like looking at him like this dude is why is he like he's corny when he's back? I mean, or is it, like, it could be that. It could be that. You know, like, like I don't really respect the fact that he's yelling at me because, like, it doesn't really 
vibe with me, that sort of thing. Because that could be yell, even yell. I never seen him show any type of emotions, and I just don't know. I'm saying behind closed doors, like oh, behind closed doors. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Half time wise, like you know, if Greg Popovich is gonna yell, oh my god, because it's it's a different story. But when it comes down to, you know, I don't know who else is, you know, like like even even. Like Ty Lu is is like he's been there before. Like he's he's been on the court and he's smaller than all the guys. But at the same time, like you're, he's your head coach. You're gonna listen to him because he's been there. So yeah, I mean Brad is probably a, it's a you know it's a, like a different story. Right. You gotta demand that. You gotta like have that have the room. You gotta you know you gotta be able to like have the floor. Yeah, I don't know. But, and talking talking you know just coaching staff in general. You know we we're. we're blessed to live in you know the greatest sports city in in the whole entire country you know the way i look at it i brought it up before you know you look at the red sox you know oh four they won with francona you know and then they won again and then you know they went through that little stint where they didn't the red sox didn't win and you know they fired francona he left and you know chicken and beer shit came in and uh and you know we got uh all these other guys and Farrell came in, we won. Cora came in, we won. Then you look at the Bruins, you know, Claude Julian won us the Stanley Cup, you know, did nothing for the next couple of years, fired him, and we got Bruce Cassidy. And we can't really talk about the Patriots right now. We're in a state of shamble. But, you know, looking at, looking at, we had Doc. Yeah, we had had Doc Rivers in 08. We had Doc Rivers in 08, and, you know, we won. Then we went, you know, X amount of years. We got Brad in what 2013. Yeah, you know he's he's gotten us close, but he hasn't put us over that. You know that getting getting the ring, getting the getting the when, championship ring. When LeBron was in the East, that's not that's not their fault. <sighs> but that Kyrie, what they had a squad that 2019, they should that team should have went to the finals. They, I was waiting for it was it was being set up the Warriors versus the Celtics. I was so excited for. I was already, I already put myself in that. You know what I mean? But they, they just couldn't get it over the hump. Like you know, and it was too many personalities. I get it. Coming off of the year prior, when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, Game Seven against LeBron, Terry Rozier gets. You know, I'm not gonna call him big headed, but he, he thought I'm the man now. He, you know, and then you know Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they're growing and bringing in Kyrie Irving, which is, I, you see what Kyrie Irving isn't doing now. He's dunking on people now, for God's sake. You know, no, so, no, no. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's just, you know, I, I get it, but I think people are still judging him off of that 2019 team when they had all those dogs on the one squad and they couldn't get over the hump. But that just goes to show, like, talent is not always going to win you. Uh, no. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot so of much, so much else goes into it. Yeah. So much else, man. So, you know, that, that hopefully we, again, we get to turn around this season for real, you know, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mike, man. Again, man, we appreciate you even staying longer, bro. This was, uh, this was, uh, this was, uh, this was, uh, this was a great. Uh, we doubled it up. Look at yeah, that. We, do- we, we doubled it up. <laughs> you know, and um, again, man, like I said, you know, I don't mean to sound like a broken, uh, broken record, but you know, we we want to make you feel comfortable. We hope we have. We hope you enjoyed being on the show. Um, you want to give your your IG or your any social media platforms um you have to so uh, viewers can have you know follow. Yeah, um. First of all, I really appreciate it, guys. It's been – I mean, you definitely made me feel comfortable 
it's you know it's not difficult when you guys are easy to talk to so yeah. uh so keep doing your thing man this is a this is a great that's what we strive for yeah, yeah that's what we strive. Um, so yeah I, I appreciate you guys um it was my first time but it was it was real easy of a of a transition from you know not doing it to doing it so yeah. uh, i'll come on any other time as obviously as long as you know we're all free we yeah. have unfinished we're, business too yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. We're talk, yeah. <laughs> many, many more stories we have to share but uh yeah i'm a, i'm uh i'm on uh i'm on ig uh worldwide mcm um mcm worldwide is the brand i'm worldwide mcm for obvious reasons so not mr worldwide that's the pit bull and he's He's, I, I call I call him I call him Man Crush Monday. He's man, he's Man Crush oh, Monday. Oh, he said it all. Many, many things, many things. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Definitely, bro. We appreciate and, you. Yeah, good, good luck with, on your journey, bro. For sure. Appreciate it. We'll definitely we'll do it again, or we'll be in touch. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, bro. You're welcome here anytime, man. All, all right, right, guys. Take care, bro. All right, all right. Right. That was great, man. Shout out, shout out Mike, man. Michael Connor. Uh really, really good dude, man. Uh we appreciate you for joining us uh on today tonight's show, man. It was really good. Even going further than what we were supposed to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh that was really good, man, for sure. Um trying to think you you just want to hop right into it or uh, yeah 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 we uh we got two more games uh i believe so let's see um i think it's sixers pelicans and sixers, lakers pelicans. yeah there you All go right. yeah yeah so two more games uh we could start with either or we can go uh uh sixers pelicans um you know the sixers man um again it seems like every time uh i'm watching them they oppress me uh impress me every every time so you know the way they dominated the celtics uh a few nights ago uh, made me really realize that this sixers team can possibly get to the nba finals but that's but, the thing the sixers yeah. came out flat in that game real, real flat. flat yeah but and i Joel, think that's that's starting to be a trend with the sixers team yeah, yeah. Because they have no scores. They have no no guys that can really make any plays. It's either Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. And if one of those guys are out, they're pretty easy to beat. But Tobias Harris has mm-hmm. improved this whole season, and that's the Doc Rivers effect because he played for, you know, Doc Rivers back when he played with the Clippers. Um, Joel Embiid, if healthy, man, can take this team um, to the NBA Finals. Well, I'm going to piggyback off that because – Brooklyn is looking incredible. Even when one of the three superstars are out, are out with injuries, one of the, one of those two can turn up anytime. But you know, I, I chose I chose this game because you know it's I got Joel Embiid versus Zion, and Zion Williams is having a great season as well. Um, the Pelicans should be having a better season than they they are right now. I believe they're twenty three and twenty eight or twenty four and twenty eight. One of those. Uh, but uh, you know they they they're having an off season. Uh, but I think, you know, they're starting to feel a little bit comfortable because the trade talks are gone. You know, Lonzo Ball's, they know Lonzo Ball's here to stay just for the season. Um, but, you know, I got, I, I got those Philly, I got Philly winning this game um, in a close game uh, because, you know, I like the Steven Adams versus Joel Embiid matchup. That's going to be yeah. very fun. Those battles that they have are usually good 
Stephen Adams is a really strong dude, so he can <laughs> he can hold his own against Joel Embiid. Um, I just think you know Philly they play great defense. If you didn't watch that game against Boston, oh. they play. It seemed like every possession they were getting def- um, steals or deflections, and um, they're just incredible to watch um, uh, defensively. And then with defense leads to their offense. So you know uh, the Pelicans they have a hard time defending. Um, so they're gonna really have to you know really focus on. Um, Joel and Ben Simmons, and then the shooters on on, on Philly. Uh, so, you know, uh, I got Philly winning in a close game. Yeah, I'm 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 rolling with you. You know, Lonzo Ball, he's listed day to day, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's also Thursday, so anything can change. You know, from now until Saturday. Um, you know, I I think just going based on, I mean, the Sixers, they like I just said, you know, they come out flat, and yeah. you know, I I think you know. A spark needs to just be lit up onto them from from the jump. Yeah. Um, and there's there's nothing really that's standing out to me that's concerning with this Sixers team. But you know the Pelicans, they're playing better. They're you know twenty two twenty nine. You know they're they're at home. Philadelphia is just they're they're just a powerhouse at this point. Yeah, they they dropped you know from uh, from what. They drop from number one to number two, but you know that's that's completely understandable because this Nets team is just insane. Yeah, um, I I just think that it's going to be a close game without a doubt. Yeah, but I do see the 76ers team pulling away with a victory. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It, it, it's going to be close, and you know the uh, the Pelicans they might even hold the lead, you know, through the through the first half. Yeah, just because. Of late, you know, the Sixers, they've just been coming out flat, you know, like I just said. And they're, they're just going to run away with it at the end. But it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a good game to watch, too. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't even be mad if, if the Pelicans win because thinking about it now, who can guard Brandon Ingram? Who can guard Zion? Mm-hmm. You know, who can guard uh, uh, if Lonzo play? But Eric Bledsoe is starting to play a little bit better. Um, I think Josh Hart is either out still or he'll be available that game. But, you know, again, I just – it comes down to defense and who can get the stops. And Philly's just uh, tremendous on that end. And that's the Doc Rivers effect. So, um, you know, Sixers take care of business. Um, you know, our last game we got Lakers versus the Nets. And you know, some, some people are saying, why why do, why do you pick this game? Um, <laughs> this is this is another uh, – F you to uh, the Lakers for the Nets because um, if we I don't know if we all remember that their last matchup there was a lot of trash talking uh, with Kyrie and LeBron <laughs> you know uh, you know uh, I believe LeBron missed a free throw and he uh, Kyrie looked at the Lakers bench and said this is your best free throw shooter <laughs> so you know I think Brooklyn they're feeling themselves they 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 know that you know they're a powerhouse um, this could be a blowout which I think it might be. Uh, be Due to the fact that KD's back, <laughs> KD's back, man. And mm. last night he looked amazing playing, and uh, he looked like he never left. And that might be a new thing. He came off the bench. I'm pretty sure he's not going to come off the bench anytime, you know, in the future. But you know, uh, that's a scary sight too if he's coming off the bench, <laughs> you know. So uh, you know, but I I picked this game because I just love. I love the intensity part about it because I, I'm sure LeBron and AD, they've been traveling with the team on this road trip. They're going to be in the building. Uh, there's some fans in Brooklyn that they're allowing. So it's going to be a, a, a exciting uh, game, but 
you know, overall, this is going to be a blow because Kyrie Irving has impressed me and is showing he's 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 um, quieting the the haters, the doubters, um, because he's playing um, as a leader. And this is who Kyrie is. You know, he's 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 having fun. Um, um, he's he's uh, passing the ball a lot more. He's scoring whenever he wants. Uh, he's just smiling and the game needs Kyrie Irving. He's a, he's a, le- he's, he's a legend in my opinion. So, you know, uh, I got Brooklyn winning, uh, by a lot in this game, but I won't be surprised if it's, it gets a little close due to the fact that it's, you know, it's so like so much tension involved with this, these two teams, because a lot of everybody's picking these two teams to win. I mean, to get to the final. So, you know, I got I got Brooklyn winning this game. And it's just crazy, you know, just seeing how inconsistent this team, this Lakers team is without, you know, LeBron James. <laughs> but the Lakers just lost to Miami tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand. You know, you're down your key players. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, no AD, uh, Kyle Kuzma. And who's this, Talon Horton Tucker? Oh, yeah, suspension. He's, he's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Suspension last game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna use I'm gonna use your phrase here. This is a trap game. Oh, this is a trap Ooh. game. As much as it burns my soul to say this, especially wearing Antoine <laughs> Walker's jersey. Shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> Lakers are gonna win. Oh my gosh. Lakers, LeBron-less, AD-less, Kuzma-less, Taylor Horton Tucker-less. <laughs> Lakers wow. are going to somehow pull it, pull it out of their keister, oh. and they're just going to shove it right down Kyrie's throat. Oh, you should never said that. <laughs> Why? They got, they got KD. I, I, I don't care about KD. <laughs> yeah. I'll, let, I'll let Michael Rappaport. Hop on his ass. Oh, 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 too close. <laughs> too close. <laughs> and he might be in the game. That'll be interesting uh, if he comes to the game. Oh man. man. Little psyche trick. Yeah, he him. made him he made him cry though. He made the king of trash talk and Michael Rappaport. He made him cry. KD made him cry. Yeah. I, I mean know. he talked about his wife and spitting on him. That was yeah. a, that was a tough, tough blow. Um but uh, you know, uh, you know, you move on. But you know, uh, that's a that's an interesting take. You said the you said the Lakers are gonna win this game. Uh, good luck. Hopefully, Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie drops sixty. <laughs> I'm gonna text you. <laughs> man, I, all I gotta say is bye bye Gonzaga. Oh man, here you go. I was trying to avoid this conversation. I don't care. You beat me, so yeah, 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 yeah. Somehow work my LeBron James is the greatest into some some crazy. Uh, I, I, oh man, I'm gonna have to like keep my mouth shut the whole entire episode, and not say a word. I'll just hold up signs. signs yeah. <laughs> but uh, but again, and shout out to, shout out to the NCAA tournament. You guys. They they, that they was did insane. A, they did a hell of a job uh, during these tough times, and uh, and Baylor, you you guys, uh, you guys earned that 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 championship for sure. You know, it's crazy. You, you're you're the basketball coach. Yeah. Looking back at that UCLA Gonzaga game. Yeah. That charging call that they oh. called was that. Listen, I was taught when I was a kid, hands up or hands, you know, hands yeah. down. You yeah. can't have one or the other. Right. Was that was that a legit charge or no? 
Yes and no. I mean, he was in the facility. in that big in that big of a spot. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't call that during the, that key moment though. You can't call that charge. What was that Timmy? Timmy, yeah. You yeah. got that, that. That that's a that you can't you can't call that. It looked to me that. as soon as I saw him go up, and as soon as I saw Timmy put his elbow, See, I was like, I was like, that's elbowing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know. That was a tough call. That was a tough call to to make because. It, it was too, it, especially what the moment was, you can't call that, you know, you can't really call that, but you know, you know, it, it happens. It happens. You know, it's, it's a tough job for the referees, man. These refs, they, they get nervous, man. And I don't get how you get nervous with no fans. <laughs> yeah. No, this, there, were, there were fans there. That, oh yeah. But not, you not know, the capacity. Not, not, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so, you know, manageable, but they want to get the job again next year. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But again, shout out to the NCAA tournament, man. This that 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 those were uh, great moments, great upsets uh, during those times, man. And uh, again, shout out to Baylor for winning the national championship. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, since you're not going to be wearing it, I figured I might as well put it on and put it to some good use. Hey, when I come see you Sunday, we def- I'm gonna, I'll put that on. You're a rocket. I'm a rocket. I'm a rocket. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna take so many pictures. <laughs> can you, can you throw the Peyton Pritchard jersey on too? I'll, I got you, I got you. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, my ducks and God forbid, my, uh, my Alabama Crimson oh, Tide. Man. I had them oh, going deep too. Jeez, yeah, they got, they got their asses kicked. <laughs> That that Baylor, that Baylor team is too good. They're too good. Man, this this it was a crazy, it was an absolutely crazy, crazy Stressful. tournament. But oh. hey, anybody who filled out a bracket, shoot us an email, yes. race the chalk pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, we got some we got if if you beat me and Charles, I mean I think I came in ninth. So I, think I there was, there's there's a couple you, you were right above me. You uh, <laughs> beat me by like 30 points. That's all that matters right there. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys yeah. filled out a bracket, if you beat us, which like 85% of you did, uh shoot us shoot us an email, race the chalk pod at gmail.com. Uh we're gonna get some information from you, send you send you some things. And uh yeah, I mean Charles, it's been a great episode. It's been been great talking to Man Crush Monday, uh, Michael Carl oh. Morgan. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've been walking around the house calling him Man Crush Monday, and then my wife's like, "No, that's his name, Michael Connor Morgan." I'm like, "Oh wow, that didn't even hit me." <laughs> hey, epi- episode 15 was a success. Uh, again, shout out to our viewers, our listeners. Um, again, we're, we're, we're going to keep this rolling, man. We're, we're, we're getting energy from the support, um, from you guys. And, um, we're going to continue to bring, uh, interesting guests here. Amazing guests. Uh, we had a couple more on the way. So, uh, just, yeah. just, you know, we say it, I think we said it a couple episodes ago, get ready for 14, 15, you know what, get ready for 16, 17. Yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. It. Yes, but sir. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. At Erase the Chalk on Instagram, at Erase the Chalk. Me on Twitter, I'm at Dan in the Car. Charles is at Coach Charles 30, right? Yes, at Coach Charles 30. Yes, sir. 
All right. You got anything else before we hop off? No. Again, we 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 thank you guys for coming on tonight for us, and shout out uh, Michael Carter Morgan, man. You, uh, you you this was a big episode for us, so thank you. We got more coming with him. We 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 have unfinished business, as we said. Yes, sir. Um, let's get to it. Thank right. you, guys. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. All right. Why they want us fed? 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 Why they want